0: Hello, assalamualaikum. We meet again, everyone. Um, this week and the coming weeks, we will be discussing about alternative dispute resolution. I think this is one of the most important topic when we come to, uh, our, to our subject. Simply because uh, whatever we studied uh, for the past few uh, months is all about uh, contract and dispute. And issues involving the parties, and this particular topic, is one of the way to resolve that issues we have discussed earlier. Okay, um, uh, it, it covers uh, the, the span of two to three weeks, yeah, to cover this particular topic because we have quite a number of methods to resolve disputes. All right. So, what are disputes? The definition of disputes are various. Okay, we have many definition of disputes. If you look at uh, the dictionaries or uh, you look a the legal term, legal concept, it is something that you argue about, or something that you could compete for, you strive to win. So you'll be saying your things, and then the other party will come and have its own version. Even it come to the interpretation of the contract, um, many people will have different interpretation to the clause. All right, so um, it will involve at least at least two parties or two people in the dispute. You cannot uh, fight on your own, alone. You have the counterpart, other parties to uh, have an issue with. All right. So basically, in the contract in the concession industry. The dispute involve uh, issues relating to, for example, whose responsibility, who are the people to cover the works, who are the one uh, responsible in that particular job, and then it also about uh, liabilities and responsibilities of the parties. Uh, so again, if you look at these uh, two earlier illustration on uh, the content, the issues related to disputes. Those actually can be resolved easily if we really uh, define our contract clearly. But yet again you can never have a perfect uh, contract. So at the end of the day you will still having a dispute of interpretation or, or understanding of the terms. Alright, it also involves something uh, related to what? What are the works? Okay, what are the scopes? And also related to quality, quantity, values, yeah, the know-how, how to do it, the place, and it uh, also involve the question of when. So these all are things that uh, will um, uh, lead to dispute if it's not properly understood by the parties. Right? So yet again, if you look at the whole context, it's all related to uh, the term of the contract. When if it is stated, we might have a dispute in term of interpretation. If it is not stated in the contract, it will lead to um, bigger issues because you no know, everybody will have his own idea of what does that mean. So this uh, indicate the importance of us to really fine tune our contract. It's easier said than done, of course, um, if you look at the whole process, the contractor uh, for or the client, for example, when they wanted to execute the job, they wanted to do it, uh, they have a time limit for them to observe. So if you simply um, wait until everything is perfect, hope, maybe the project will never take off. But if you uh, decided to just proceed, Without uh, properly define it, these are the thing that it, uh, the issues that you might be facing in the near future. Okay, the contractor also. I mean, you look at the contract, the the, the tender process again. Once the client have briefed the uh, the consultants about the uh, the requirement of the job, for example, the design aspect of it or the cost aspect of it, uh, might be that you. Uh, the consultants will be facing with lack of information and when it comes to this this is where you have various uh, changes made to the work right Uh, even some changes made to the design while the construction was uh, is taking place you know and some changes to the specs uh, where the cost will be varied okay when it comes to this it will obviously relate uh, leads to Dispute or differences of, of interpretation or opinion Okay Alright So when, we, when we're facing with dispute guys uh, We need to actually solve it Right So Just just don't simply uh, Sweep all things under the carpet Right You might know it will uh, uh, It will become a bigger issues, And at the end of the day We'll collapse the whole thing So once you have a dispute Obviously you need to Tackle it Okay, for how you do it, why you do it, simply to uh, make sure that the comp- the works are completed, right? And you obviously wanted to uh, avoid a delay or cost, right? Additional cost to the project. If you have a dispute and you decided not to solve it, it will might uh, lead to um, delays or additional cost uh, costs uh, incurred, Alright, And also need to control. The issue uh, 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 not to allow it to, uh, what you call it, spread out, and then we we have. Uh, I remember we have one case where you have a small issue involving um, foreign workers. You know, construction site we always have, uh, not always, but <laughs> generally we'll have uh, foreign workers involved. And these foreign workers doesn't come from one single um, group. You might have uh, foreign workers from Indonesia, from Bangladesh, you know, from Nepal working together in one side. And each of this group will have their own understanding, their own culture, and their own ways of doing things. In fact, language barrier is also a big issue on construction side involving these foreign workers. So I remember that case where the issue was simply a small thing of misplacing certain tools. And then at the end of the day, it becomes... uh, and in the in the bigger word, it became a riot among the, 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 the people, the foreigners coming from various uh, countries. So why? Because uh, the, the the initial dispute was not uh, solved um, uh, earlier on, that it leads to uh, bigger issues, right? And all dispute also need to be solved because of um, monetary issues. You know, the earlier you solve the matter you will save a lot of money. remember I mentioned to you just now about this case involving riots uh, of uh, foreign workers on site. Yeah? So, uh, when the whole group decided to clash uh, among themselves, the whole project was uh, stagnant. And then, police came in, they were taken to the police station. They have the day for one week in, there was a Raymond thing or whatever. For almost one week, the, project, the the work was stopped uh, because there were no workers due to the uh, fight among themselves, resulted from a simple issue of displacing a tool on site. Right, so dispute also need to be uh, resolved because of uh, business uh, perspective. You know, uh, this industry involves people around us that. Basically, the day you know each of the parties involved in the industry, At the end of the day is the same people, alright. So you'll be dealing with this particular contractor, subcontractor, or consultant. I mean, uh, if you are lucky, you'll be doing job with them so many times. So just to um, make sure that the relationship is maintained uh, for uh, future business. Okay. So this is why we need to. Uh, basically solve a dispute. So uh, we will be having a lot of ways to st- settle the score. So if you are moviegoers, uh, you will see how people take things into their own hand. All right. So remember all this rainbow, or whatever thing. So the system suck, and they come with their own initiative to settle whatever issues they have. So it's not as simple as that, all right? You will never take um, action into your own hand because the uh, the law will never allow that. You are not the law, actually. Okay. So, but, but basically, but basically, um, there are ways we can uh, settle disputes. Okay. You you. And, and like it or not somehow to keep silent is also a way to settle the dispute or you can make a whole mess about it make the whole noise and take the matter and declare a war that's another way of doing things but under our context of construction it is obviously it is better if we make uh, settle the dispute by the whatever the provision provided by the law, or, or or by referring to the contract, for the matter of fact, okay. So generally, you settle disputes by taking the matter to litigation to the court, or you settle the matter by way of alternative dispute resolution. Okay. Um, the, uh, before we, we go to that, I want to I want you to understand the concept first. So um, we take things to court obviously this is what the people always uh, have in mind when they are dispute okay i see you in the court of law i remember one story uh, that I, I always watch this movie time to time again and i was in fact in india when the movie was released the title of the movie is uh, three idiots uh, i i don't know movie is always my uh, all time favorite three idiots so, remember this one uh, script, one sentence that this fellow has been repeating, I will take you to the American Court of Law. Right, because he's so obsessed with the foreigners. So, everything about foreigners are good. So, he will be taking the matter to American Court of Law. Where else the issue happened in India. Right? So, is it that, that simple? You cannot simply take things to other jurisdiction. You have to follow the jurisdiction. If you bring the matter to other jurisdiction without any local standard, be, with, without any ground, it is not. It will not stand. All right. So first of all, you need to have the local standard, the ground to bring the matter. Are you part of the disputes? Are you are the one in um, what you call it uh, affected by the, the things? All right. So yeah, I mean, you cannot simply bring a matter if it's happened in Sing in 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 and you want to file the matter in Kadah Court without any reason, okay? So these are these are the understanding you have to have in mind. First, um, you need to have a local stand alright. The dead people bring the matter to the court. We always we always see that okay, I see you in the court, alright. So but at the end of the day, court is not the only means to settle the dispute, alright? So, we have other means, but let's look at the court system first, what they are. Technically, um, we have quite a number of courts in Malaysia. Yeah? We have, a, I, I'm talking about the, the proper court. We have magistrate court, we have session court, we have high court of Malaya, or high court of Sabah and Sarawak, we have court of appeal, and then at the end of the day, the upper level, we have the federal court. So, all this depending on the on the for example if you go to magistrate court or session court depends on the value of uh, disputes involved okay then if it is uh, uh, the unlimited numbers we always the unlimited values we always go to the high court so depending on the bracket of the dispute it, either it go to magistrate court or it will go to the session court but for uh, unlimited uh, figures it will go to high court so when the high court has decided on the matter you we always have the right to appeal. This is the beauty of the system. So, if you think you are the, the, the decision of the High Court is not uh, just, the matter can always be brought to, to appeal to Court of Appeal, and we're just not having a one layer of appeal because we bring the matter to a higher level, which is to the Federal Court, and this is the last way of appeal. All right. Um, so, it seems good. If you're not happy, you can bring matter to the, to the up, uh, higher court to have it uh, reviewed and perhaps your appeal will be accepted. So before I, I come to the whole system, I want to share with you one story. One case, actual case um, of one person who I know. Uh, in fact, we, we, we run his case uh, quite a number of times actually. Uh, it's not, it does not relate to construction. It relates to a, to a drug trafficking offense. Okay. So, this fellow, he was charged under Section 39B, DDA, Dangerous Drug Act, uh, for drug trafficking. Okay, that he was brought to the High Court. And at High Court, he um, uh, was sentenced to, uh, uh, of course, uh, hanging to death, hang to death. Dia kena hukum gantung sampai mati. Okay, mandatory. Okay, death penalty, death punishment. Um... He said uh, he wanted to try his luck. Okay, so he appealed to court of appeal. He appealed the matter to court of appeal. Um, uh, the, the court of appeal decided to maintain the decision of the high court. Meaning, he's still going to face the gallows. He's still going to be sentenced to death. Alright. He appealed again to the federal court. Okay, he appealed the matter again to the federal court and have his appeal heard uh, and apparently at the end of the day guess what federal court decided to turn the conviction what does it mean from dangerous drug act trafficking of drugs a punishment uh, punishable by death uh, the technicalities of the prosecution case they decided to change the uh, charge from trafficking to possession of drugs so there are differences there from trafficking of drugs and da dada to possession of drug, memiliki dada So in particular, at, at the federal court, the the, the the charge was changed, and then when it, it changed the charge, the punishment also changed. So from uh, hanging to death, hang to death, the punishment now is just 12 years uh, of uh, imprisonment, plus uh, six or 12 uh, 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 lashes of rattan, kena but ok so um, th- this is the particular thing a good that he managed to appeal and managed to turn the decision from death penalty to just uh, 12 years of pun- uh, imprisonment penjara and 12 uh, lashes of rotan so better than get yourself hanged to death right so uh, right or wrong let's see the perspective uh, words. ok ok um, if you understand the the, the 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 system of Malaysia, if someone is punished by imprisonment, for example, ten years, basically he would be in the in, in the in the prison for ten years. Basically, he will get uh, he will get some sort of discount. So, most likely one third or three fourth of the whole duration he will serve in the prison, and then he will get some discount uh, throughout his uh, full term. Alright. However, in this case, in this particular guy, uh, the the maximum uh, punishment is twelve years. And then the process that took him uh, to appeal the matter from High Court to Federal Court is twelve years. Alright. So he is one of the person that we know serving the whole term of a uh, imprisonment. Alright. No discount for him because the process took him twelve years from High Court to Federal Court, that uh, were the, the, the duration uh, took uh, to appeal the matter. Uh, but, but this case happened long, long time ago. Right now, we have a better version, improved version of the court, but this happen, happened long, long time ago. That's number one. He, he served full terms, despite the, the, the practice that, normally we are not going to, to serve uh, that term under normal circumstances. Okay, the, normally people, the, the, the bandwan will be giving some sort of discount in their terms. But this fellow, this particular poor guy, served the whole term. And then, it was 12 years. It was 12 years in the prison. In the prison, He really, up, uh, once he got the, this decision uh, from the federal court that he is uh, uh, free to go, you know, 12 years only of imprisonment. He only there for 12 years. So, he is free to go. Except for one thing. That the punishment comes with it, uh, twelve lashes of rattan, because rattan twelve kali. So the moment he came back from the federal court, he went to the prison and immediately he said, "Lah, let's take it, the twelve lashes of rattan." So he was whipped uh, twelve times. Immediately um, after that, he was released and he was brought to clinic for a jab, for a painkiller jab. You know, and the things that he said for um, almost nearly a month, he cannot sleep uh, on his back. He need to sleep on his stomach because of the uh, pain uh, due to the lashes to the rotan uh, thing. All right. So wh- what I want to try to show it here: the the process involve uh, uh, litigation, the court system. All right, might take some time. Do you have that time in coffee industry? If you have uh, an issue relating to dispute in the middle of the process of the work, that mean, you have a dispute on on payment, for example, in middle of the process, and then you decided to take the matter to the uh, to the court, and then it was the other party appeal and uh, appeal again until the higher court, may, and maybe until the federal court. How long it takes? For example, the project duration is one year, and then the process to appeal and whatever is one half year or two years. So it takes longer time as compared to the duration of the project itself. So one thing is about time. It's not. I'm not saying that it's not good. There are always a uh, 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 reason why people go to court, you know, because you can you can subpoena your your witness, There yeah, many things can be uh, exposed, you know. But one thing it involves that particular issue of time, whether it will fit the process or not, the requirement or not. Okay. There is one thing, and number two, uh, apart from time involved, we also involve uh, cost. What I know, we have few people who charge. Um, I know for from from a uh, high court to court of appeal uh, for any appeal to be filed. Minimum of uh, appeal filing, or buka file Why we say it as uh, open file fees is like around 50,000 ringgit it's minimum okay so just imagine when, uh, when the case is ongoing you will charge you more alright and you have to bear this cost although you can at the end of the day appeal uh, 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 I mean uh, appeal from the judge to, to cover uh, this litigation cost but basically somehow it won't cover the whole thing it depends on that on the, the decision of the judge whether the whole cost will be conferred or not so cost is another big issue, um, and thirdly, perhaps we wanted to, to to discuss is uh, maybe uh, comes to confidentiality. So when the matter is brought to the court, uh, it become I mean, have you ever been to court? That's the first question. If you ever been to court, you will know that there will be an open court trial, open court trial where the parties need to expose everything. You know, whenever the other lawyers, uh, as him and ask questions in court. You uh, need to answer it because you are the under oath and somehow you might be telling things um, where you're not supposed to tell. Okay? The way you run your business, your trade secret, all these. Uh, you, you might wonder why one contractor to another contractor, the other one uh, is so successful and the other contractor is like lukewarm only. You might want to, to know why, because that fellow might have his own secret of doing his business. He might have his own connections. He doesn't want to, to expose to anybody. But if the matter is brought to the court, that might be uh, something you need to consider. Because you might be asked the question and you have to answer it because you are under oath. So this is the uh, one of the big issue where people doesn't want to bring any matter to the court, and again another case and a half where this contractor was really pressed to the ground, squeezed to the bone by the consultants, and then it's obviously there were some issues involving bribery and uh, all these uh, under table things, you know, and then when we when we suggested to him that sir, so, that we need to bring this matter to the court because obviously it was a. Uh, Involved that particular um, element. Involved this particular contractor decided not to uh, take our our advice because um, he's not so clean as well. You know, okay. in getting that particular job, he's getting it not by. Uh, there are some issues involved in some in, in some some tricks involved in the in the securing in his securing of the particular project. So if the matter is brought to the court, he afraid that he might to um, expose those particular tricks that he, uh, he, he he exercised when he was lobbying for that particular job. So these are the among among others, the issues. Not all bad about court, yeah. not all bad about court, but you have to consider the factor of time, the factor of cost, and the factor of confidentiality among others uh, before deciding to bring the matter to the court. At the end of the day, court will always be a good as an option as well if you have no other things, no other options for you to take. For example, that fellow is the other side is not being cooperative or your weakness is not being cooperative. So if you go to the court by way of subpoena, he has to go to give statement. At the end of the day, if you go give statement after you are subpoenaed, um, it will amount to um, you, have a, I mean, you have a court order to go to the court to be a witness. If you just, if fail to appear, it can amount to um, contempt of court. So, contempt of court is a serious uh, offense, right? So, maybe in that particular circumstances where you really need to prove your case by other means, the, the, the parties will be cooperative. So, if you bring the matter to the court, it will be a good uh, a, a ground to force these people to testify. So, there are some other good angle to, to um, the court litigation as well. Not all bad. But consideration must be given to the pro and cons of the process. So, we, we talk about uh, alternative resolution as uh, the other way to resolve the matter. Yep. Um, so, why people choose ADR? You have court. When uh, in one hand you have ADR, in the other hand, so basically the ADR is opposite to the court uh, elements, where it will it is a, it run in secret. It is confidential. It will involve uh, less money and time. So subjective, uh, but basically, less money and time is taken. Alright, um, it is more focused. Uh, for example. Um, if you bring the matter to the court, do you know who will be presiding as a judge, or what will be his background? Is he a construction people or not? Now we are lucky that we are having a focused construction court, but prior to the construction court, all matters are brought before a, a, a judge who might not be knowing anything about construction. Yet again, I have to share with you one case where we involve, involve a construction of a hospital. All right, a subcontractor. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, a subcontractor was uh, terminated, and there was an issue relating to uh, material on site (MOS). Okay, so the subcontractor uh, QS says certain amount. The main contractor says the material on site is certain amount. Obviously, the amount is not comparable. There are huge difference between the amount declared claim by the subcontractor, and there's another uh, huge amount. Um, as claimed by the lesser amount of I means, lesser amount as compared to the amount stated by the main contractor. Obviously, the main contractor wanted to pay less. That's why he said that the, the MOS material on-site is lesser. However, the subcontractor wanted to claim more. That's why he said the material on-site value is higher. Alright, And this is what the the, the the process, that the, 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 the amount, that in, the, the dispute that involved in it Okay, right. so um, it took us um, five years, five solid years for the matter to be soft, not actually soft, but it took us five solid years, uh, two judges, because the original judge was uh, was uh, 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 transferred, and then we became a new judge, and we became the, the new judge, we need to explain again all the terms, you know, you know, they are not really uh, well-versed with the term of VOs, you know, of EOTs and whatnot. So, we need to tell them again. Uh, at the end of the day, we you know what happened? The matter was settled out of court. Yeah. Because the both parties can no longer uh, stand the process. The project even has been completed years back. Right? So, But the matters, the court matters still uh, were still on uh, ongoing so after solid five years the parties decide okay let's settle the score outside the court and then enter into a mutual agreement of settlement okay so to that uh, to that uh, uh, i mean issue that did it to that drag uh, extent of uh, the, the time taken because we are not focused but if the matter is brought to the ADR, for example it will be more focused because uh, basically you will choose those people who are having um, understanding of the industry to decide, to decide on your matter, be it uh, whatever process that you are deciding to take. Basically, those you appoint to in get to be involved in the ADR uh, process will be someone who are well-versed with the industry. So, at the end of the day, you does not have to tell them about the term. At the end of the day, at least they understand the term, they understand, understand the structure and the, the way how things are run in the industry. And it also leads to a more professional manner in dealing with the disputes, All right? So this is why people choose ADR. So um, how ADR? The general rule of ADR number one: it must be. It must involve the parties' uh, consent to it. So if you look, for example, in your standard of contract. Okay, basically PAM, PWD, we have this particular clause of arbitration. You agreed beforehand when you enter into the contract, whatever dispute must be referred to arbitration. So, you actually have agreed beforehand, dispute to be uh, sorted out by way of arbitration. If you look look at your standard form of contract, so it must be agreed by the parties so again there's uh, the case that we involve uh, one of the cases where the party decided not to follow the term of the contract there was uh, this was a PWD contract yeah and then the main contractor decided to sue the government and uh, he filed the case uh, he filed the case in the court but the AG the the, the the representative for the government argued they have agreed based on the contract animated to be brought to arbitration whatever action taken by the main contractor uh, filing the matter in the court is void because he yet to follow the process as agreed. And yes, the judge um, decided the matter should not be brought to the court because the parties has initially agreed by way of that BWD contract any dispute to be resolved by way of arbitration. So, uh, understand. You need to understand the content of the contract whether there is a clause agreed steps, process you have to follow in any dispute, right? not simply jump the gun and straight away file the matter to the court, you met your application, your filing might be strike off because of uh, failure to follow the process agreed. All right? uh, ADR also involved, okay that's one thing, another uh, element of ADR involve a uh, middleman or perhaps a third party Okay, so be it arbitration, adjudication or mediation, somehow it will involve a third person uh, as a uh, key person in that particular dispute. Okay, and ADR supposedly to be more uh, form informal, right, you don't have to wear that particular dress to go to the court, not to follow these uh, certain court routines and and, and and yeah yeah the duty of the court you, know, you can and then you don't have to follow the time actually I mean yeah of course there's a time given but at the end the day the court time and and the, the ADR time basically ADR should be more should be more friendly to the parties okay and this ADR concept basically it uh it, it is a concept where both parties should um be put in a win-win situation eventually all right that's supposed to be the spirit it is supposed to be a win-win situation concept where the parties uh i uh, agreed um uh, 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 not losing everything or not winning anything so that's the whole idea of adr concept and adr um so depending on what types of adr you are taking okay it's supposed to be binding for example, at the end, after the decision was made, it's supposed to bind the parties, right? So, what, what 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 does it mean? It means that when the the decision is binding, the matter can be enforced. When the matter can be enforced, the rate of the parties can be upheld and protected. So, you does not want something, you need a gun with a bullet. You need someone who can bind. You know, the process must uh, have standing or else, the matter won't be solved amicably. All right. So, what, why, why, a good legal structure, which involves ADR as well, is uh, one of the important element in, uh, to be considered by foreigners uh, investor. Because of this, because if there are dispute, then there are issues. You bring the matter to that system. That system will give you solution, and the solution can be enforced. Okay a solution which cannot be enforced is nothing right so it is important aspect of ADR that we need to understand alright so guys I've uh, uploaded some notes there as well in the in the e-learning so you might wanted to look through it where we will later on discuss in detail about the uh, types of um, uh uh ADR generally involved in the industry. So we have talked about the court system as uh, one option that you might have. And um, in the next uh, discussion, we'll be discussing about uh, the concept of ADR generally applicable in the industry. We have a number of numbers of, uh, numbers of uh, ADR methods but the ones that, that are very very popular and um, user friendly and being uh, easily adopted by industry will be discussed. I also in the notes, I've, uh, there are also comparisons between the concepts. Alright, but let, let's go through it later. Alright, let's let discuss about it in our next class. Alright, um, with that I hope uh, everybody is okay with your assignments. Alright, don't forget to submit it. Okay. I wish you guys all the best, and I see you next time. Thank you very much.